0: Okay, so hands on top of the table and Are we you, don't move them. Do
1: you know, do you know the the top uh, the concept of a hand check? No. Okay, so it's a thing that happens at like... It's anim- like a mic check. No, it's like at anime conventions or in certain types of movies uh, when they're, say, premiering a new movie and it might have racy content. It's predominantly an anime thing. Uh, somebody will shout hand check and people have to put their hands up in the air what? to make so sure that, that no one's, one's cranking it. it. Yeah.
0: So, I guess welcome back to episode, what are we on? Three. Uh, Three of Hey Brew. I'm Elliot Spirit. This is Mike Jeffcott. Uh, Proving that we know how to count to three. Fantastic. It's only been three and we're losing count already. That's not a great start. Uh, No. No, I had nothing to go with on that. Uh, I put this down to the fact that, A, our first recording was just after Halloween. Yeah, it was, actually. Um, It's now right at the arse end of April and we're on episode three, but... In that meantime, we've recorded an episode zero, an episode one, scrapped episode one, recorded a new episode one, an episode two, and now an episode three.
1: Yeah, so we've been busy. Um, Yeah,
0: just not productive. Yeah, as of
1: this recording, we haven't actually put anything out.
0: No, (laughs) I I actually got asked very sweetly recently by my mum if she could uh, have the link and I had to explain to her that that would imply that we had been successful in getting anything done. Yeah, Uh, we're close, I I think. Yes, we are. Let's run with that. Yeah. Actually, no, look, it's looking better. Yeah, dear Let's, listener, you don't know any fucking better, so shut up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and also, most likely, they don't care. Mm. Actually, it probably is worth worth touching on that, that the plan is to put these out every two weeks, just mm-hmm. on the basis that if we said we'll commit to a week, we'll do about four of them at a week. Realize we can't keep that kind of schedule up no. and have to change it anyway, or lose momentum entirely and probably just end up scrapping the whole thing and then we'll just go back to what we were doing which is drinking on a sunday
1: afternoon without microphones
0: yeah so we could share all those really controversial opinions we have yeah yeah with the people down at the pub i don't know just, <laughs> just alone you know oh room. yeah uh but yeah so every two weeks roughly and yeah. um we'll, we'll go with that yes hopefully we can keep consistency in that respect if yes. not consistency in any other part of the podcast yeah Fantastic. So, uh, Mike, been up to anything exciting this week? Um,
1: not particularly. I mean, I did see Avengers Endgame. Um, right now, it's something I don't want to talk about too much because people are all in spoiler avoidance moods. Yeah, I also don't. Which feel I like,
0: respect. I don't feel like this is the podcast to discuss movies no. and spoilers at length. I, I will say that would be great if we just actually had come in today and been like, "Hey, buddy, this is a uh, yeah. Avengers Endgame spoiler cast, and here we go, <laughs> straight in."
1: Hey, fuck you. Here's everything that happened. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, actually, we really love that bit when Captain America made out with the Hulk. Oh yeah, it was like two hours of yeah, gratuitous. non-stop
1: hitting. topping. <laughs> um, <laughs> the fuck it. So we were like walking up to the theater, and we're all of a hundred meters from the door, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of people coming out, clearly having just seen a screening of Endgame. Yep, and they're still within like throwing distance of the theater, as in I would throw them and they would hit it because they walked out of the door and were immediately talking about the movie. Not having the awareness of, oh, it's opening week. There's probably a bunch of people coming in to see it
0: again right after us,
1: which there were. It was full.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm immediately reminded of, as usual, a Simpsons reference. And uh, yeah hit it. Quick spoiler warning for the 1979 movie, uh, Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. If you Uh-oh. haven't seen that yet, then maybe skip forward 10 seconds. Mm. But when Homer walks out and goes, wow, I can't believe Darth Vader is Luke's father. Oh, wow. <laughs> and everyone goes, oh, thanks, Mr. Spoiler the film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You, Not, you keep yeah. your mouth shut until you're in the car.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, that, that would have been the minimum I would have expected, but no, there are some assholes rampant in Northgate.
0: Yeah. Well, I also hate those people that come out and they're like, Oh, this would be really funny if we just scream fake spoilers. It's like, well, no one believes that happened. And also mm. everyone believes you were bellend. Yeah. And we've gone, we've gone quite off topic here. Anyway. How about you? Uh, <laughs> no, we've, just had that kind of mad schedule of having a four-day weekend two days on one day off and one day on so what i've mostly done this week is wander around in a confused state
1: yeah i i got to uh like wednesday we finished work and a few of us went to get drinks and i was like man it feels like a friday and then thursday felt like a sunday because we had to go back to work the next day
0: Yeah, it was really and 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 then friday I, i didn't end up going to work but it was just—it was a fucking weird week. Yeah. Did you feel like Thursday felt like a one-day weekend, and thus, like, quite yeah, that's harrowing? Why, that's why it
1: felt like a Sunday because I was trying to do stuff, and then it was like, oh fuck, I've got to work tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like it at all. I felt no. the whole day. You know when you get that like, no, I love my job, so I don't not worry about going back to mm. that, But you know when you get the Sunday sads, so you're like, oh, the weekend's over. Yeah. I felt like that all day, just in the middle of the week. It was just quite disturbing. Yeah. Mm. So what do we got a full normal week coming up? I'm kind of here for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually looking forward to the Monday consistency. Monday to Friday, here we mm. go. Yeah, I've got a pretty, I guess, interesting week coming up mm. because... Confidential? No, not at all. Well, I mean, for people that don't know me, it's confidential, I guess. You need to learn about insider trading. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going bust as an organization. Just sell your shares in Elliot. Okay. No. I, I no, Blink, blink I, twice if you need help. <laughs> <laughs> it's an audio format. Damn it. Um, no, I'm, I'm turning 30 this week, which oh, is of course. Uh, uh, it, It's a strange one to me because I don't feel like, it, it, you know, you feel like you should like assess things. And I think so just too. as a, a quick assess, everything's fine. Yeah, but, like Things are going well. Move on. But also, like, it is one of those things where I'm like, huh, 30. Should I be making some bigger fuss of this? I don't know. Make as much of a fuss
1: as you want. No, I don't know. Pick a different one, 33. I don't know, it's a nice Just really throw number. people
0: off and be like, yeah, 31's the big one. Yeah. Everybody knows it. Yeah, your first year doesn't count. Um, so, shall we talk a little bit about some beer? Yep. Yeah, what have we got this week? Okay, so this week we have... This is on you. This this
1: is all your episode, your story. Let's, uh, yeah, let's get absolutely. into it.
0: So, we have a bit of an internet darling this week. Um, we've actually got two beers because I am a fiend. Yeah, we're, we're going to be a mess later on yeah that's my that's my prediction it'll be Uh, fine it's paying out a dollar a pretty (laughs) pretty short thing (laughs) someone asked me the other day if i've been playing uh, this tangent um there is a game that is traditionally played on anzac day public holiday called two up yep um if you have never seen it no i've never seen it i don't go to rsls not because of any other reason than, than i don't think they want me there um no but um yeah if anyone's sort of curious to know what that is it's just a gambling game involving coin flipping you can look it up but someone asked me the other day like oh did you did you get what are you up to Did you play some two up yesterday i had to reply to them that i don't gamble because i like it and i think uh, that's a really okay. really good okay. technique yeah it's like "Hmm, this is fun better stop yep yep um no so i went down to mornington recently and i've been threatening to go to the mornington brewery for a long time so i've taken my parents <laughs> the, down there sorry the cadence on the way that you said that
1: Um, made it sound like you'd pre-recorded that left a gap for you to say the town name and then inserted it (laughs) later I went down to Mornington recently
0: (laughs) just just like one of those people that's uh, touring it's like yeah
1: we love you Melbourne yeah (laughs) checks back of hand yeah oh
0: the Atlanta Falcons (laughs) Uh, Simpsons reference again good lord just two we need to change our name soon do do you know what that was the feedback that I got from an internal closed group that I sent episode zero to a a focus group Your focus group yeah Sent them episodes here and they said, yeah, I liked it, but you do need to know a lot of Simpsons references. And I didn't even realize we'd put that many in. It's yeah. just something that we do. Yeah. I think it's an age thing. Anyway, so I went down to Mornington the other day. And um, while I was there, I thought I'd check in on the brewery. And while I was there, I picked up two beers. Actually, I picked up a lot more than that. But I picked up two specific beers that I've been struggling to find outside of the brewery. Mm. Uh, so I picked up um, Mornington Peninsula Brewery Jiffy Squid mm-hmm. and uh, the Squid Rising. Oh, they're both Mornington beers. Yeah, they are. They're both. Okay. Yeah. Is the uprising based on the Jiffy
1: Squid at all?
0: Yeah. So they they do uh, Jiffy Squid, Squid Rising, and Squid Supremacy, and I think they've now done a colossal squid as is, well. Okay. Are they, they like increasing
1: levels of punching you in the face?
0: Yes. Okay. Um, so they start at a sort of fairly standard four point nine percent, which is not a light beer. Yeah, but what's the, what what's the top end? What are we what are we looking at? I think it's like seven and a half. Yikes! So it's not it's not monstrous and I think that's actually only the squid supremacy. I don't know what the colossal squids are like. Yeah. But yeah, decent. Okay. But um there are New England IPAs. Again, like a really popular sort of fashionable beer style at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um I I think that the 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 can artwork is pretty adorable. It yeah. is. Yeah, I was looking at that before, mainly
1: because the squid on it has a bunch of tattoos and I was trying to decipher them. Yeah, a lot of beer tattoos um, and a banjo
0: I feel some um Kinship. It also appears that his suckers appear to be all smoking, which I don't know what to make of that. Yeah, and in the background is two intercontinental ballistic missiles. For some reason, uh, I got I got nothing for that. This uh the squid is apparently a warmonger
1: but also a, a banjo player. Yeah.
0: Um. So fat, juicy, cloudy, and so very hoppy. Jiffy Squid is our take on a New England IPA, according to the can. So the squid is a Texan. Look, you can make sweeping statements about American waistlines, but I mean, they're idiots, so they won't know Oh, I was basing burn. it on the uh, the missiles and the banjo. Oh, I thought you meant the fat bit. I thought you thought you were just being really cruel. No. Okay. Anyway. And then I called them idiots, so joke was on me. Sorry, Texas. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry America. None of you are listening, so it's fine. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Um so beer? Should we, should we should we bust it out?
1: Yeah, uh, it's a it's a just small audio note before we open them. It's a can format, not a bottle this time.
0: Oh yeah, we're back on Slightly the cans. Different sound. Mm-hmm.
1: Ooh. Mm. Mm. That is good. I'm just sitting here like listening to it, thinking, oh yeah, we've got dead air. If I don't, if I just
0: sit here and listen to you pour a beer. All right. So the pour, um, as mentioned, very cloudy. It mm. is. It's like a sort of lemon juice yellow, but a little bit thicker, yeah, a little bit darker. Um, it looks like you know when you get like that really light coloured honey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And I also said that the, the last one we did was honey gold. I was listening back to the audio well, day. so this well, is the, the, the magic ghost that turned green. That that believe it or not was not either of those things. No. That was a greeny green. <laughs> what do you mean by that? It's a very green green. Not my best description. No. Yeah. So it's like a, it's, it's a pretty color. It's like quite a nice sort of lemon yellow. Yeah. Yeah. It looks um, like a, a, a nice, a nice juice,
1: which I guess goes with the style. It tends yeah. to look and taste a bit like juice.
0: If someone told me this was pineapple juice.
1: Yeah. That's actually, a good I would totally believe that. I saw a picture of one recently that was called, I can't believe it's not juice. And it was yes. the style of beer. Yes. Uh, and which is,
0: I really, really enjoyed. Um, it's the, it's the artwork similar to, I can't believe it's not butter. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'm quite keen to try actually. Mm. All right, shall we have a little taste? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That, won't make that noise again. Yeah. Uh, no,
1: that was more more the uh, the face you pulled while you did that. Okay. It was well, a, it was a real experience for
0: me. Again, um, as I tried to drink that beer. Yeah, apologies. That might be the second or third time I've made you kind of like spit beer. <laughs> yeah, I, sh- I should just tasting. not look at you while I drink. Okay, so I'll just look away into the middle distance and, and, and comment on... Uh, we're in Mike's new house, by the way. Oh, this are. is why the recording might sound slightly less echoey. Maybe. And I mean, there's no dog yelling outside. Dogs yeah. don't yell, they bark,
1: Elliot. Yeah, that was fun going back and uh, recently re-editing a couple of the early episodes. And I started to hear the dog in the background and got little like flashbacks and got a little bit angry. Just for no reason, yeah. And then I had to pause it and check that there wasn't a dog at my new place going <laughs> off.
0: Okay, uh, so flavors, tastes. What are you thinking? I mm. mean, like straight away, we keep saying things like juicy. It it does taste like a fruit juice. Yeah, it's, it's
1: it's like kind of a tart citrus mm. sort of juice. Like, yeah,
0: um, not quite orange juice, but yeah, something closer to lemon. Um, yeah, yeah. If someone said this was like a um. It had like a fruit punch sort of um, thing going in there, like an orange grapefruit. Yeah, it's it's
1: of. almost a little bit sour mm. as as a
0: result. Yeah, um, it's got a ni- it's got that nice little like tangy back end. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm enjoying the shit out of it. Yeah, and it's, you can quote me on that. It's it's super it, it's super light in flavor as well. It's not like drinking a, a stout or even like a big IPA. It's it's something that you could. It, you could quite reasonably just drink a lot of i think yeah i th- i think that's fair to say <laughs> mm. but um yeah kind of fruity um oh, it's, it's... yeah it actually it actually smells quite grapefruity yeah i'd i i do not know how all this will pick up after
1: we edit it but i could totally hear you just sniffing that beer yeah get right in there no
0: no oh sorry Did you get some in there sorry uh <laughs> people i've had a bit of a cold and that sounded way grosser than i intended it to
1: yeah i'm, a, I'm gonna leave that in
0: yeah thanks for that um um yeah, yeah i'm not the uh where
1: are you going no, with this? No, I was no, gonna say i'm not the looks of the hey so the though. beer tastes great yeah so it's,
0: it's brilliant um i think this is one of those beers that everyone is kind of like tried at this point yeah i'm gonna go back to that description now that we've
1: actually tasted it fat juicy cloudy very hoppy it is yeah it's got a fair amount of the the hot taste in there but not not so much that it's like beginning to be off-putting.
0: No, it's not and it's not that sort of dank, grassy, hoppy flavor. It's yeah. the, it's the upbeat, fruity, lively, vibrant yeah. flavors. It's not the one that feels like you're chewing on weed. No. Which is uh, yeah, look, I think these are all um I think that's a really sort of like nice beginner's guide sort of description. It if you haven't tried a New England IPA and you like beer but you also quite like the sort of lighter, fruity stuff. Mm. Especially if, you, if you're a white wine fan, yeah. I think that you'll find something in, in these beers that you'll enjoy. Yeah, there's
1: there's another... like I know a few people who don't like beer, but they really like cider. Mm. And so the things I've been re- recommending to them recently are sort of this style, mm-hmm. or some of the lighter sort of sour beers. Yeah. You know, before you get to the end of like, it feels like you're sucking on a lemon. But um, like Stomping Ground's got a couple of things, like the Watermelon Smash, mm-hmm. um, which is like a lighter beer. It's a little bit sour but still tastes a bit like watermelon. It's very refreshing. Yeah, it is. Um, but that's, that's sort of where I would put something like this is that it's quite approachable for that, uh,
0: style of beer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, I think pretty much the same conversation happened between me and my partner where Mm. she doesn't like beer, but I, I make her try everything I drink basically on the hope that one day she'll be like, Oh, Oh, I get it. That's beer. Yeah. But it's not happened yet. But sour beers and New England IPA, she's like, that's not that bad, which is, uh, damning with faint praise almost, but, you know, yeah, it's the best I can do. Um the brewery itself went down to Mornington. I don't know what I expected, but it is I've not been uh super low key. Yeah. It's just like a well, shed. They don't produce a whole lot of beer in terms of like the range of products they have. Um I, I was surprised, actually, to find out that there's, like, the four or five main staples that yeah, they have Yeah, I on think tap. that's
1: probably the only ones I've yeah. seen much of.
0: But then they do quite a bit of, like, they have, like, five or six different cans that they produce at the oh, same right. time. It's not like Stomping Ground, where you go there and there's a different menu every goddamn week, which is mad.
1: Yeah, I think Mornington do a fair amount of, like, limited release stuff as well, right? Yeah. Is this one so. of those? I think I think in, in, it's intended to be, yes. Ah, it's a limited can. This is a limited can release of Mornington specialty beers. Yeah. So... I don't it know whether sounds, that means it's limited in cans well, or limited no, release it, Yeah, so off. it sounds like the can facet is limited, mm-hmm. but you, you might Mornington see it coming special, to taps yeah, more. Yeah, Mornington Specialty Beers sounds like they've got a Skunk Works R&D department building wild I'm really glad beers. you used that phrase, because that's what
0: I was just thinking. What, Skunk Works? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, the the, the brew itself, quite, quite unassuming. Mm. It's very much like a shed. There is yeah. a bar at one end. Was there a trapdoor to where the specialty beers are made? Uh, yeah but it's it's more like where they keep the monster who makes a specialty beer. It's, ah, it's like the slurm queen Daryl <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was one of the three brothers who founded it but he's the, like the evil brother yeah yeah. god um, oh, that's another Simpsons reference <laughs> um, but we need, yeah we need uh, like a little bell yeah a little maybe for every Simpsons uh, reference uh, good lord that's it'll take up quickly we need a mm. swear jar
1: no I like that you know those little like hotel counter bells We'll just put one of those on the table and just if we make a reference, you have to hit it.
0: I bought one of those for my desk at work when That's I was in obnoxious. SBS for every time someone got absolutely done. <laughs> um <and> I know, <laughs> just sit there ding. bang, <laughs> bang
1: it banging it like that guy in Breaking
0: Bad. Uh, <coughs> not seen it, yes, let's go with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and I gave it to someone when I left the team and I don't know what happened to it. I assume they probably threw it destroyed it, it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the brewery, nice, go visit. Yep. It's a little bit out the way to get to, to be honest with you. Because it's like in the middle of an industrial state in Mornington, and Mornington isn't easy to get to. Full yeah, stop. Yeah, but
1: Peninsula is a nice place to go and like spend I was a week. Going to say it's, pretty pretty it's a lovely Melbourne. area to yeah. go
0: to. Yeah. Um, yeah. five pizza at one end, bar at the other well, end. Now, you, pretty settled in winter, I'm guessing. Actually, no, I've been there. I I've completely I've
1: completely forgot. Um, I was out in Mornington for a Quality. bachelor party. I want to say last year, and that was like one of the stops along the way. I just completely <laughs> blanked on it. Fantastic! Wow. Uh, that's on me. That's, uh, geez. Uh, I want to ask questions about it, but I, I
0: think... I think. Uh, well, we we're... stopped
1: We stopped there for like one beer and then we had to go somewhere else. Fair enough. I think it was another brewery. I think we had like three breweries. Probably Mr. Banks, Red Hill or... Red Hill, definitely. And then there was another... Jetty Road? No, there, there was one place which looked like a massive um, modern building. It might not have actually been a...
0: Oh, I think it was a brewery. Sure, anyway. it's not Port uh, Elizabeth. No, Port... Oh, whatever. Anyway. Anyway. It's it's a good area for the, yes. the breweries and things and and wineries mm. and food and you know just go down the Morning Peninsula if you come to Melbourne go there it's great yeah. With the jiffy squid topic being in mind today, mm-hmm. what I've got half to, of it in my belly. Yeah, it's going down far too easily. Yeah, what I'm going to talk to you about is uh, giant squids and All right. brethren, colossal squids, and to some extent sea monsters in general. Wow. Yeah. So just a small topic. Yeah. Well. Kind of, as it happens, okay. um, despite the sort of obvious joke of it being a giant squid, small yep. topic, the, as you'll see, we don't know much about them. Oh. So researching was both hard and quick. I,
1: I once saw one in a museum in New Zealand. I thought you were going to say like, oh, it's paddleboard. No, yeah. No, I was just out in the middle of the ocean by myself. No, that they, they, I forget who it was, but they'd caught one
0: somewhere. It's like this massive, obvious can, undertaking. Can I... Just request that you keep that story for now, just in case it comes up in my
1: research. You've done the research?
0: Yes. Okay. It was last night. Nice. It was late. Okay. (laughs) I don't remember everything that's in there. Nice. Four damn pages. All right. Uh, Forget I said anything. Yeah. Here we go. Please do. To acknowledge one of my sources as well, as I feel like that's the right thing to do, Mm -hmm. there was a great documentary that, like an idiot, I've forgotten the name of. Come on. Did you write it down? Hang on. Do you want, yeah. do you want to see the, the
1: the sheer number of links that I references that I had for last episode?
0: Sorry, I'm just doing like uh, hold music while I find out what it's called. Yeah, is it? Um I think you showed me actually I think there was a lot of references, like a full yeah. bibliography. Okay, it yeah. was called Monsters of the Deep. Monsters <clears throat> of the Deep. Monsters of the Deep, giant squid. How from, could you
1: how could you not remember that? Yeah, I It's don't so know.
0: obvious. Uh from super interesting
1: documentaries on YouTube. But I have seen it before. <laughs> I thought you were going to say superinterestingdocumentaries.com which sounds
0: fucking made up. <laughs> Definitely legit information <laughs> No, I th- I think it was originally a BBC documentary because I watched it when it first came out and they okay. dissect a giant squid and wow. Richard Dawkins is on it. Okay. Who I both hate. No, I both really like and find quite irritating. Yeah, he's
1: I I see where he's coming from a lot of the time, but he's fucking insufferable about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, giant mm. squids. Anyway, so, as you can probably guess, giant squid are almost certainly the origin of legends like the Kraken and Mm. sea monsters. Um, Them, along with something called the oarfish, the giant oarfish. How is that spelled? uh, uh, O-A-R fish. Like, uh, an oar you used to... Yes. Boat things. Yep. Um, it's also known as the King of Herrings, which is a way less exciting Wow. Name. And for weird... That, this s- sounds like a medium-sized fish. Yes, it does. <laughs> so weird sidebar, King of Herrings is also a movie that was produced by Devolver Digital, who are a notorious game developer. Yeah. I didn't realize they had a movie house as well. That's bizarre. Yeah, apparently it's a good okay. movie. Um, so, giant squids fall under something that a lot of deep-sea animals have, which is that they tend to grow to ginormous sizes, hence mm. the name Giant Squid, Colossal Squid. And uh, it's called Abyssal Gigantism, which wow. is possibly one of the coolest, most metal names ever. Yeah. Um, And if I ever start a metal band, mm-hmm. which is most unlikely, Abyssal Gigantism. Yeah, no, you've, you've got the name, just good yeah, to go. So cool. Now I just need talent, band members, and a, a desire. Oh, yeah, yeah, motivation. Yeah, totally that's helps. the one. Um, so to put that into perspective, giant squid can grow up to approximately 13 meters in length. Wow. Um, I don't have it in feet for anyone who uses imperial. Like it, as, Just as an estimate, join us in the well, 21st century.
1: To estimate it, you multiply it by about three. I yeah. think it's like three feet to a meter. So it's like close so it's to like, 40 foot.
0: Yeah. So it's 39, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, 275 kilos. Wow. Yeah. So that's like 600 pounds. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Colossal Squid, um, largest one on record, has been at 14 meters, mm-hmm. which is, you know, another another three feet on top. So it sounds yeah. like it's not much, but it's an extra meter. Yeah, the decent... Giant and Colossal, I feel like, should be more than that. Well, the thing is, that's like the, that one that's like the biggest very... one that they've had
1: evidence for. Yeah, that just sounds like a very big giant squid, which you might as well just call a giant squid and be done with it.
0: Very giant squid. Extremely medium squid. Well, there's like 9,000 different kinds of bat, and it's like... This, yeah. this bat has slightly longer ears than the other long head bat. Very long ear bat. Yeah. No, no, you're not having that. No. Um, a colossal squid can weigh up to 750 kilos. so is, That's a big boy. It's like three and a bit times. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's not longer, but it's girthier. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Denser. Great little stat. The, the colossal squid's eye is approximately 30 to 40 centimeters across. Oh, that's making me uncomfortable. Uh, so that's a foot and uh, uh, almost a foot and a half across the yeah, eye. Yeah. It's a ginormous peeper. <laughs> <laughs> this is a I never thought I'd ever self-use. Giant squid, ginormous peeper. Ginormous peeper sounds like a really fat sort of pervert. Wow. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> so the, some sort of historical facts for you. So we've actually known about giant squid for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and this will become sort of more evident in a minute, but that's kind of made things a little more difficult, a bit more confusing. Mm-hmm. But uh, they were described by Pliny the Elder.
1: Oh, I've heard that name before.
0: Yes. Um, back at sort of like, I forgot to write the date down, but I think it was like in the, in the early yeah, t- like be, part of to 100.
1: To Pliny the Elder is on record as saying some absolutely buck wild shit that turned out to not be true. Like what? Uh, all sorts of medical stuff he Came up with, and then it turned out he was just full of shit. Fair enough. You know, you throw enough shit some
0: sticks. That's like uh, Nostradamus. No, but it was, like, mostly bad, yeah. I think. He was a politician, though, I believe. Oh, good. Yeah, I believe he was a politician, not a doctor.
1: Yeah, also the name of apparently a really good beer.
0: Well, I've actually put in here, in asterisks and in capitals, beer reference. Yeah. Because I was going to do a sort of, like, winky nod to the microphone. Uh, so, yeah, Pliny the Elder made a reference of uh, Squid with a head... <laughs> As big as a cask, which again, beer reference, yeah, <laughs> like the man knew what he was doing, yeah, um he said that it was nine meters long, uh, sorry, he had nine meters long arms, right, yeah, second okay, fit a head of the size of a cask, and it had a three hundred and twenty kilo carcass, which is technically larger than science has said giant squid can grow to currently, so that's probably a colossal squid that he's coming yeah, across but at also we know
1: fuck all about the deep ocean,
0: yeah. Well, this is another part of the reason that we don't know a whole lot about giant mm. squid is that what we know about the ocean is three fifths of fuck all. Yeah. Um, we know more about the surface of the moon than, than the deep ocean, yeah. whether that's uh, famous quotas. Yeah. Um. So, flash forward to the 1850s. So, quite a quick flash forward, mm. to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, Danish zoologist and biologist Geppertus Steenstrup. I, I have no way to know if that's correct. Jupiter Steenstrup. That sounds better.
1: Yeah, it sounds, yeah, it sounds Dutch-ish.
0: Mm. God, love uh, He wrote a number of papers on the giant squid in the 1850s, and he first used the term uh, archithi- archi- Um. All right. A- 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 Ar- T- Artychtheus, excuse me. I was uh-huh. trying to remember how they pronounced that. That's the scientific name, mm-hmm. This There's a spelling that he used in... Um, in a paper in 1857 and it was uh yeah sort of this first sort of scientific writing about it for mm-hmm. a better word okay. and then uh, a portion of a giant squid was secured by a french ship a few years later in 1861
1: how did how did they know it was a portion of a giant squid
0: uh i assume it was like a tentacle okay not just like just went calamari oh, that's, rings that's a really big tentacle
1: Probably yeah. giant squid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, right.
0: and 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 like I say, like Pliny had been speaking about it two thousand years prior, mm-hmm. um, and then old Steenstrup had a go, and then um, <laughs> this French ship pulled up a lo- uh, pulled a lo- uh, aboard this large tentacle in eighteen sixty one, and that led to sort of wider recognition that it existed in the scientific community. Right, and then from sort of eighteen seventy to eighteen eighty. It just went gangbusters, and loads of them ended up stranded up on the shores of Newfoundland in wow. Canada. Yeah, um, including on second uh, of November 1878, uh, one whose mantle, which is I'll get into later, but it's the head, was reported to be 6.1 meters long, and one tentacle to be 10.7 meters. So that's a you know wow. 17 meter long squid. Yep, um, and it was estimated to weigh just shy of a ton. Jeez! Yeah, just imagine like it's it's eighteen seventy eight. You're going for a morning walk along the Newfoundland coast, miserable because it's eighteen seventy eight, and it's freezing, coldest, which is tit in November. <laughs> and then suddenly, there lies what can only be described as an actual horrendous monster, just dying well, on the beach. It would be like
1: a mountain of wet flesh. A mountain of white flesh. <laughs> um,
0: just lying on the beach. And it's... it's That would probably be both terrifying, but also like the find of the century. And imagine being that person that found that and their first reaction wasn't, oh my God, invasion from the sea, but was like, we should measure and weigh it. Yeah. like Also, great foresight. I've got to wonder how they weighed it don't know yeah I don't have an answer to that I assume some kind of large hook and they hook it up it's the 1800s they had scales of some kind surely yeah but surely not on that pardon the pun scale
1: oh god um, <laughs> no surely they did I don't know Uh I guess they they were into whaling and stuff back then yeah they would have had they'd, they'd have
0: to, they'd have to take it to like a yeah go on a whale way station. Yes. Um, no. I was going <laughs> to say like a, tr- a truck way bridge or anything. I saw that. I saw going. that happening in your brain before the words came out. <laughs> I regret nothing. I'm very glad you followed through. Thank you. All right. So, so much better than that. More exciting was it in 1873 when a when a squid attacked a minister and a young boy on Belle Island in Newfoundland. Did it
1: just like walk into the church with a trench coat on? Like, what are we talking here? The minister. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's yeah okay uh, uh, i see why that's problematic no the squid in a trench coat uh, top, maybe a hat. <laughs> like octodad yes um, exactly
0: <laughs> I, I imagine what happened yes. is they were walking along beside the water and then suddenly like whoosh, 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 tentacles slapping them yeah. about which amazing i mean what probably happened is that they walked past a dying one and it was like flopping about a bit yeah and they were like oh my god we've been attacked but just to, that as a headline minister and young boy attacked by a squid yes <laughs> giant squid amazing yeah like that's the news the next day that's that's the news for a while what yeah well yeah in Belle island newfoundland i can't imagine a lot goes on Nuh-uh. what a time to be alive yeah i was complaining about how shit it must have been to live then not two minutes earlier yeah and then that happened and life and everything up yes hell yeah Here we go yeah you're kicking off um so strandings on the beach it turns out not actually uncommon and there's two major places that they, they happen, which mm-hmm. is Newfoundland in Canada and da, da, da. New Zealand. Correct. Right. New Zealand. Here we go. Yeah. Hometown. Woo! That's, that's the end of the New Zealand stuff, to be honest Yeah. Also, I, I think the one
1: that I saw in New Zealand, like it wasn't a wash up. It was one that they caught in the ocean. Fair enough. So. Um, do you know, I don't want to ask
0: you to keep that damn story to yourself. Yeah. Right. I'm, just, I'm just adding some just clarifying details. What if you cut across something I've written down and forgotten? I haven't seen your notes. What do you want? Okay, so a couple of fairly intact examples were caught in the mid two thousands and actually uh, were on display in London, okay. at the Natural History Museum, and da, 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 again Melbourne. Oh, I, uh-huh. thought, I thought I would have to tell you the name of the museum where no, I saw sir. one. No, sir. And I actually had in my notes here that to finish this podcast, what we should do is go down to the Melbourne Aquarium and get a selfie with it. But then I found out that this was in two thousand and five, and they expected the specimen to last at most a year. Yeah. I was quite disappointed by that. Oh, well. So um, we'll be staying here and finishing beers. Oh, um,
1: well. I mean, I'm I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah. Uh, and to add more to the mystery, the Centro del Calamar Gigante, which is a great name because you really yeah. know what you're getting into there, uh, in uh, uh, Luarca in Spain, Okay, had the uh, by far away the largest collection on public display of bits of squids and squid. Squid and alia. Let's get with that. Um,
1: I'm not sure I like the mouthfeel on that phrase. Give it a try. Go on, test Squidinalia. it out. alia There you go. Just there's
0: there's a bit in the middle of that word that I don't like. You don't like the D? Yeah.
1: All right. Go on.
0: Julie noted. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, many of the museums were spec- uh, specimens were actually destroyed during a storm in February 2014. Oh, put so a roof on it. Lots of people died in that storm, Mike. All right. Put a roof on it. <laughs> I actually, actually know nothing about this storm either So that was just I called your bluff Yeah you did Put a roof on it That's what done me um, <laughs> But to, to this gives you some perspective That like realistically Bits of squid exist And like occasionally we get squids But then they disappear Not disappear They don't It's not
1: <laughs> It sounds like a magic trick
0: yeah. Oh, I'm the giant squid. Watch uh, me. No, I'm gone. I think we all know that octopuses and squid and cuttlefish are really good masters of disguise. And they disguise themselves also in the trench coat. Also escape. That is a good you point.
1: The, like those octopuses that just squeeze themselves out
0: tiny holes. Yeah, it's shit hot. Yeah. Mate, this documentary I watched last night was great. It had loads of stuff like that. Mm. Mm. Um, so it wasn't actually until 2001 that we actually got a photo or footage of a large giant squid. And even then, that was in larval state. Wow. So it yeah. was like two meters long. Yeah, it's probably just like a, you know... A, Pesky five and a half meters square yeah. you know, nothing, nothing major um, and it wasn't until next year two thousand and two that the first live image uh, image of a live adult was captured in Japan okay um, and they were like, Aha, all of the cartoons are real. well, actually, they did something that um, i don't think it's racist to say would be stereotypically Japanese because it was in a docks, so what they did is they tied it to the key where it died overnight because Japan just loves torturing sea animals yeah. And if you think that's controversial, they still whale. Moving on. Yeah. This is squids. Yeah. I've just put hashtag Japan. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What? It wasn't until uh, 2004 that they managed to capture any footage of a live one in the natural habitat. Mm -hmm. And that took two years of work.
1: Yeah. Well, I would imagine that because they exist at such depths in the ocean, that was sort of around the time we were like, oh, yeah, we know how to build craft that can go... And that level of
0: pressure and things like that. Well, Mike, I'm glad you mentioned that Mm -hmm. as a spectacular segue. So, what happened is a team dropped a 900 meter baited line. Oh. Covered in shrimp and other squid. Okay. And the line held a camera and a flash. Yeah. And an eight meter giant squid attacked the lure, uh, snagged its tentacles. Yeah, because you were trying to feed
1: squid to a squid. That's fucked up.
0: Well, and shrimp. Yeah. Must have been a lot of shrimp. Yeah. Um, uh, and Amy, a giant squid attacked the lure, snagged its tentacles on there, and the camera took over 500 photos of the squid before it managed to break free after four hours of struggling. Wow. Which, metal, again. Yeah. Abyssal gigantism. Four hours struggle with a camera. Yeah, there we go. I was trying to think of a great track name out of that. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, as it escaped, the squid's 5.5 meter tentacle remained attached to the line. Wow. Yeah. Just, just let it go, pretty, like cut it off, 127 hour star, what are we talking? Yeah, pretty hardcore way out, you know, like, just like, well, you know what, I don't need this arm, I've fuck got, this. I've got
1: seven others.
0: Yes, exactly. Well, as Wait, you'll squid,
1: see. squids have eight arms, right?
0: Well, it's funny you mentioned that, Mike, <laughs> because we'll be getting onto the uh, tax, not taxonomy, shit, what's it called? I guess biology Yeah, of the squid Anatomy. later on. Anatomy. Yeah. Thank you, taxonomy is a different thing.
1: You can call me Mr. Segway, or Mr. Premature Segway, I'm not sure what I'm what I'm doing right now.
0: Do you want Mr. Primature to be part of your... No, I don't. No, okay. Uh, Personal brand. Okay, so just to give you a bit of a heads up on the colossal squid. Colossal squid, there we go. Uh, So the giant squid was thought to be the largest member of cephalopods until 2007. Well. Mm -hmm. So in the Ross Sea off Antarctica, Mm -hmm. um, fishermen brought aboard a giant toothfish, which can grow to be about two meters long, Mm -hmm. with a massive chunk of it missing. Wow. Um, And it had uh, obviously been bitten out, and it was covered in saw-like sucker marks. So it had mm. the marks of the suckers from the colossal squid wrapped round it, yeah. and a huge big bite out of it. Um, wow. And then a little bit further down the line, after they pulled in that um, toothfish, they kept pulling in the line, and then there was a red colossal squid hooked to it. Just hanging out? Uh, I mean, like, he wasn't like. Oh, hey guys, yeah. Um, oh whoops, fell asleep. Yeah, it wasn't like Kramer. <laughs> just like showed up. Uh, there's a Seinfeld reference. Never watched it. Um, but yeah, they 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 pulled this colossal squid aboard, and they were just like, "Oh, that's what happened to the giant toothfish's head." Oh yeah, um, and why it's covered in like huge. Was the bolts squid still alive? It. What are we? Yeah, I believe it, it was. Uh, I actually saw this on the documentary. It was okay. pretty uh, pretty wild, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, and fucking. Huge, yeah, ginormous. I mean, like colossal, should we say? Yeah, yeah. abyssal colossalism. All right, now you just try. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so but this was brand new because uh, you know previously only fragments of the colossal squid had ever been recovered, and it was sort of, I guess, sort of hypothetical at that point. Mm. For want of a better word. Yeah, and this was the first sort of colossal squid that they'd ever hooked. Right. Yeah. So wh- I mean, what do they consist of? So the- oh, I thought you were asking me. No. I don't know. No. Uh, so, so so giant squid are built like most other squid. They have uh, different parts. A mantle, arms. It clusters arms, apparently. Okay. Um, and then they and have... You
1: said mantle was just the head.
0: Yeah. So, so the mantle is uh, the... It's the sort of the head area. Um, it's the bit that when you're eating squid, that's the bit you normally eat. Right. Okay. Um, you can't eat giant squid. Apparently, it has a very disgusting ammonia taste. Ah, fuglefish. fish. <laughs> yes uh, but yeah apparently really not nice at all right. and I love that because on the documentary they, they said this is the part you'd normally eat on the squid but according to blah 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 one of the researchers that was just like in the dissection mm. it has a really bad ammonia taste it's like oh so he did try it then. yeah yeah
1: great yeah when, when they tell you don't eat this it tastes bad someone did yeah that, that's yeah.
0: how they know it. fair play um, so basically what that bit of the squid is that last sort of triangular top is mm. actually like a head but it's actually so a mantle is a kind of cloak in, in sort of human terms. sure, um, And that's exactly what it is. It's, it's like a free-flowing cloak that's connected to the head of the squid. Okay. And that's actually how they move at speed. What they do is they expand it and it draws in water and then they contract it quickly to expel oh, the water yeah, yeah. like a jet propulsion. Yep. And they do that at ginormous pressure and stuff like that. Mm. And they have gills on the inside to get oxygen through. Yeah. But that mantle is, it has like a cartilage lock Mm-hmm. to the rest of the squid that is really important because without it the kind of power and pressure it produces when they're swimming at speed mm. if it didn't have that cartilage lock when they expelled it the mantle would just go flying off the rest of the squid like the and mantle just, would just be like I'm out of here yeah it would just detach and yeah. just go <laughs> into the distance and it, 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 it <laughs> blow right off which is quite a funny image I, yeah. I think we'll all agree just just like <laughs> and it's like shit my hat just got a runner <laughs> no yeah my hat flew away yeah um on top of that they have the eight arms uh slash tentacles and a and another two so they oh, have the eight normal that seems arms excessive. well they can i'm not going to tell them no i mean listen, listen pal that's enough arms uh, and then they'll just rip one off apparently cuz they do that very oh, off regularly me? or off themselves no off themselves oh. just leave it somewhere on online hit me with it. well actually it happens so, their regular tentacles have suckers all the way down, like an octopus. Mm-hmm. Um, the suckers on the giant squid have rings of teeth in them, like a oh. circular saw. Uh, so, it gives it more grip when they're yeah. grabbing their prey. And then colossal squid suckers um, on their arms, but they they have like a three to four centimeter long hook instead. Oh. And it's like a proper barb. It's yeah. quite thick, and it's a proper sharp hook. Mm. So, when they get hold of you, you fucking know it. Yeah that's frightening yeah terrifying um and then they have the the, the extra two they have are, are longer tentacles specifically for hunting
1: oh yeah i think i've i think i've seen pictures of just like normal squids they, yeah they have those two longer ones that mm-hmm. kind of trail off the bottom yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about them in a sec but uh, mm. those things are wild yeah yeah um so they also then have uh a, the squid's mouth is like a beak yeah, yeah. It's, it's a parrot-like beak, and it's not for crushing or, like, got a particularly high, like, uh, pressure bite. Mm-hmm. But what it does have is a very, very, very sharp cone to each, uh, to each end of it. Yeah. And um, it's, like, uh, chitinous. It's, like, the sort of shell of a creature. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a so hard Razor nails. sharp. Yeah. And, yeah, really hard. Um, and then, <laughs> inside that beak, they have what's called a radula. Um, which Go is on. a fun thing to say and it's a essentially a tongue with teeth all the way down it uh. that they use to break down their prey so they get it in the beak and then they run the tongue up and down it really fast to like rasp it away like a file and it just breaks oh, down their prey um, <laughs> just like the best makeout session you've yeah. ever had uh, and then you end up without a tongue yeah so if anyone has a cat and they have oh, the yeah. little, like, spiky tongues. Yeah, that's what I was actually thinking of when you said that. Yeah, think that, but, like, more bladed and deadly. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So, horrendous. Um, and fun fact, the age of giant squids mm. can be determined in the same way as a tree. They no have way. growth rings. Wow. Uh, so, on something called a statolith, which is a sensory receptor that you use for orientation when they're underwater. Okay. Which is always... Um, and it's similar to determine the age of a tree. You can count the rings because it grows on top of itself as the squid ages. Wow. So yeah, you can see like where it sort of like existed and then it grows more and then grows more. Right. So it's really kind of a crazy... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it just of all things to have as a, an attribute. I thought mm. it was really amusing. Um, the hunting is really interesting. So like I was talking about these those long two tentacles, mm-hmm. the squid's eye... Their giant foot wide eye yep. um, lines up along the like direct line of where those two tentacles are, mm-hmm. like the sights of a rifle. Oh. And then those two tentacles shoot out at just the most insane speed. Like they showed it on this documentary with like normal squids mm. and they showed it, um, they had to slow it right down and it was still almost impossible to like catch. Right um so they fire these two tentacles out at a ginormous speed and those two like they're a bit more i guess prehensile and they can grab okay um they have the suckers and stuff on there as well and it actually moves out as like a single tentacle a split at the end yeah so it's almost like it's zipped together and then when it grabs it sort of splits and comes pulls them in in yeah and then once that those two tentacles have got like a grip the rest of the eight more tentacles grab the prey with the suckers and the yeah and the hooks on them and then drag them towards that yeah you're gnashing fucked at that point. parrot yeah. beak yeah absolutely fucking terrifying and they were they were demonstrating this on small squids like size of your hand and one mm. of the guys like picked up one of the squids and it bit him and it just like pissing blood Jeez. like they are not messing about no. now times that by the fact that the giant squid's beak is about the size it's like if it, if a large man got his hand and made like a beak type yeah. Uh, I, I describing it in the yeah, way yeah, that, exactly you're like, like cupping I'm doing. Your fingers together yeah, to make it's a that beak sort, of sort of size, size and yeah. razor sharp. Yeah, absolutely terrifying. Wow, pretty awesome though. Like, yeah, I genuinely find these animals to be really quite fascinating. Mm. It's it's things like
1: this that make me think. You know, you hear about shark attacks and things like that. It's like humans just straight up. We're not meant to be in the water. Stop. Nah. Stop going out there. Yeah.
0: Like, I'm not into the sea. I like boats. Mm. Quite I, safe up there. I, I like being at a beach in the water to the point where I can still stand
1: and touch the bottom with my feet. Mm. You go any further than that, it's like, no, this is not our domain. We should
0: not be here. Yeah, absolutely. I've yeah. seen Jaws. I've seen The Meg with Jason Statham. Oh, you have? That's great. Okay. I mean, it's, it's not, but the it's not. The fact great. that it's called The Meg is just like, uh, mm, I thought it was a
1: family guy joke at first. Uh, that's bad.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving swiftly on mm-hmm. um, to The Predators and Prey. Mm. So most of the information around the size of squids and stuff that we have comes from one particularly, I guess, unusual source. Okay. Their predators, their main predators, Mm. um, which is sperm whales. Wait, sperm whales eat giant squids? Yeah, so you've probably seen that. Quite often used motif of like a giant squid fighting a whale. Yeah. I always yeah. thought the squid had the upper hand in that battle. No. So sperm whales. Oh, God. Yeah. Sorry, I had to take a sip of beer there to prepare myself for this. So sperm whales, uh, to put it into perspective, the average male is around 16 to 20 meters in length. That's, that's yeah. It's a very large boy. It's hefty. And uh, remembering the squid can weigh up to about a ton for the colossals. Yeah. Uh, up to 57 tons. Yeah, well, the, the whale is just, it's all girth. It's all oh, girth. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Um, they can also dive to a ridiculous depth. There's, I think there's one other whale, I think the pilot whale or something like that, mm-hmm. that can go deeper. But sperm whale is the deepest diving um, of that particular kind of whale. And right. they, they have just an enormous depth range yeah. to them. Um but they eat, um, they eat colossal squid and and giant squid. Wow. And the reason we get a lot of information about colossal giant squid from sperm whales is their beaks are often found in the bellies of sperm whales. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> which is just fucking. <laughs> like cool. They just can't break them down. Oh, they do eventually. Yeah, but okay. like, but it takes harder. a while, yeah. and and they're eating their goddamn thing whole. Yeah. Wow. Beak and all. Um. So yeah, w- w- what we know about squid age and sizes is based on uh, the growth rings uh, and from the undigested beaks that we find in the sperm whale's stomachs. That's nuts. Um, and it's not uncommon when sperm whales are encountered to see them covered in circular yeah. scars well, on their yeah. faces. Well, I,
1: I knew that part. Yeah. Um, that's from the I didn't know squid. that sperm whales tend to win.
0: Oh yeah, like every time. Because that's the thing that they were talking about is that that's the the image of the, of the sort of even handed fight. And it's yeah. really not a no. whale's kick. They're, they're, they are their predator. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um So another place we do find giant squid beaks though is, and it's something you mentioned earlier in the stomachs of other giant squids. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it seems that, Um, So when you mentioned that they were hooking other squid on the line to try and catch them and they were like, going to be angry about that. No, no, no. They'll quite happily eat other squids, including other giant squids. Oh, man. And it seems like larger squids, generally cannibalism is not a thing they're worried about. Shit. Yeah. Humboldt squids do it and a lot of uh, larger aquatic, uh, uh, excuse me, a lot of larger squids are quite cannibalistic. Yeah, okay. It's kill or be killed in the deep ocean, I guess. Apparently if you're a squid. Yes. But I mean, like everything down there looks terrifying so yeah
1: yeah, yeah especially this, like when you go deep enough that there's no sunlight reaching the depths yeah those things are insane yeah they're all like ad- adapted and they're all like half of them are fucking transparent yeah and so like weird. bioluminescent anglerfish yeah. and
0: stuff yeah oh man those things are insane yeah um so uh, as we've sort of touched on they were the um inspiration for a lot of myths mm. so i mean the kraken it's Obviously, a really major one, yeah. Um, so Scandinavian folklore it dwells off the coast of Norway and Greenland, terrorizing sailors. Mm-hmm. We're to talk a little bit about the Kraken now because it's quite funny in a lot of it, yeah. Um, the thing that amuses me most is how many people have written about the Kraken mm. dead seriously, like it's a real thing, and oh. I'm talking respected people, wow, not lunatics, yeah. So, um Famous Swedish naturalist Carl von Linné, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that correctly, mm-hmm. in 1735. Wow! So, in an enlightened age, yeah, um, included the kraken in the first edition of his systematic natural catalog, oh, Systema no. Natre, Wow. which I'm probably pronouncing incorrectly because I believe it's Latin. But yeah, it's it's the it's the catalog of all the things that exist in the world, and he included the kraken in it. Wow. Uh, and he is not like considered a crackpot. He was like, uh, like one of the forefathers of this industry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they were extensively described by hmm, Eric, Pontopidan. Eric Pontopidan. Pontopidin, Eric hmm, the Bishop of Bergen, in his <laughs> work. Yes, I thought you were about to say the Bishop of Burgers. Uh-huh. I was going to get really into that. I just imagine. Do you remember Wimpy from the Popeye
1: cartoons? Yes. Yeah, that's what I I'll thought. I'll gladly of. pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Yeah,
0: nice. Ah, oh, those old cartoons were great. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, he wrote it in his work, uh, which is a really straightforward title The First Attempt at Natural History of Norway. I mean, you get what you, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. it's the first draft. Don't yeah. publish your drafts. Uh, in 1752. Um and I've got a quote here uh, just because I thought it was kind of interesting, his sort of blase attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to do a Norwegian accent. I was really tempted to just, then. Just read it. All right. Kraken, also called the crabfish, which is not that huge, for heads and tails counted, he is not larger, sorry, no larger than our Oland is wide. Oland is the uh, second largest uh, sort of, I guess, peninsula in. Uh, Norway and it's 16 kilometers wide. So, right. so it's Kraken, smaller than that. Yeah, the Kraken, also known as which is not that huge. He's no larger than 16 <laughs> kilometers wide. Yes. What? What a microscopic baby!
1: <laughs> I, I too, am the same size as a giant squid. Then. <laughs> yes. I'm smaller than Holland.
0: <laughs> yes, technically. Yeah. Uh, just like many things, they're smaller than a part of a country. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So going on to some other things that are inspired by the uh, giant squid, Mm -hmm. the I really should have like lined up these pronunciations before I jumped in. No, just 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 wait. Akaro kamui. Mm -hmm. Akaro kamui. Kamui. Yeah. Akaro kamui. What language? It's Japanese. Oh, akaro kamui. That sounds akaro kamui. Yeah, I'm just going to keep pronouncing it and hope it just sounds like... You can just cut in the sound that sounds correct. No. No, of course not. Um, Hang me out to dry instead. So this is a giant octopus-like monster from uh, Ainu folklore, Mm -hmm. which supposedly lurks in Funker Bay in Hokkaido. Funker Bay is obviously the coolest bay in Hokkaido. Oh, won't you take me to Funker Funker Bay? Bay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's said that its enormous body can reach sizes of up to 120 meters in length. Which yeah. is less than sixteen kilometers, so <laughs> I guess <laughs> fits uh, the bill. Tiny, <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, it's often uh, actually I've actually got the word the name down here again. So I'm just going to go with it. it. Is often represented as a benevolent kami, which is a sort of Shintoist um, sort of spirit deity, okay. That's my understanding, um, with powers to heal and bestow knowledge, and it has the fickle. Uh, it's fickle and its a propensity to do harm. the The reason it has powers to heal in there, sort of mythology, is because it um, it uh, can rip its own tentacles off and regrow them. So they assume it can heal others.
1: Oh, it's a piccolo.
0: Yeah. I was thinking, um, Namekian. squid, but yeah,
1: <laughs> just trying to find other touch points. Yeah, that fair I'm enough. More familiar
0: with. Okay. Um, so there are actually shrines in dedication to, uh, Akoro Kamui, mm-hmm. um, and associated octopus deity are found throughout Japan. Wow. Which I don't want to go hashtag Japan again. <laughs> but there is a, a potentially unwarranted, but still amusing stereotype about the Japanese and their obsession with tentacles. Yeah, I was going to say love, but obsession is probably closer. Yeah, yeah. Um, so a couple more: the uh, Iko which is a ma- malevolent sea monster in Finnish mythology, mm-hmm. and it's the the word turso is now part of the root word which is finished for Octopus, which I think is Mariturso. Okay. So that, that the name of Iquiturso became what is now Octopus. So yeah, it was a big right. tentacled sea monster in Finnish mythology again. Mm-hmm. And then um, one which I did write the pronunciation down for because it was in Scottish Gaelic and I thought I'm going to upset both Scottish people that I know. Yeah. <clears throat> Kirane K- Kron. Mate, you try and pronounce it. It's no, insane. No,
1: I don't even want to see
0: it. It's Kirane Kron. Okay. God, it's a really tricky thing to pronounce.
1: I know a guy called Kieran and he goes by Cron. It just sounds like you said both of those words.
0: He sounds like he would be the lead guitarist in Abyssal Gigantism.
1: Yes. I am Cron. Yes. Yeah,
0: fair that's enough. That's great. Um so that's a large sea monster in Scottish Gaelic folklore, and an old saying claims that it was so large that it fed on seven whales, which I guess is like the flip of the uh this giant squid. But yeah, still the
1: traditional power dynamic, it's
0: not yeah. quite right. Still pretty exciting, pretty cool. Um, There was a, there was a sort of, uh, I guess like a poem or or something I read uh, on the page. I was looking at this and it was, um, it was like seven, seven herring to feed a salmon, seven siren to feed a whale or something. And then seven whales to feed a curing crone, uh, curing crone. There was another one in there as well, but it was like Mm. a, a little rhyme that they had. Say like the lady that swallowed a fly. Yeah, quite. But, <laughs> just keeps um, going. But sea monsters. Yeah,
1: um, and then it eventually gets there. Like you need, you need at some point to swallow a giant
0: squid. Yeah, to eat the sperm whale, or the seven <laughs> of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just imagining the size of this lady. Yeah, I don't know why that. No, she me is all bigger than an Oland. Ah, uh, yeah, that's it. She's yeah, a it goes Oland, woman, the rest of Norway, <laughs> <laughs> country striding behemoth. <laughs> that's the first album for a of gigantism Um, and of course it's probably quite likely to be the inspiration for the Hydra yeah okay multiple heads um, Mm -hmm. long necks quite likely inspired by the large amount of tentacles Mm. Um, so on top of that there's some fun things about what it's inspired here Um, so quite obviously a lot of Cthulhu and Lovecraftian yeah. law has come from yeah. I mean, it's sort of squid-like.
1: My my knowledge of Cthulhu law without having read any of it, it is not so much about like the interpretations of it. Is it's not so much about it, the actual squid itself, but it's more sort of what it represents rather than them being terrified of the squid. It's kind of like this big, greater evil.
0: Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's more like the inspiration of the of the of the aesthetic is what I'm mm. talking about, but. Yeah. Um, the root, I guess, word where the name Cthulhu comes from is "thonic," mm-hmm. uh, which is C H T H O N I C, and it means relating to or inhabiting the underworld. But there's a sort of implication there of the right. the, the, the deep sea. Because I thought there was another part of it too, where like
1: Cthulhu was like there was this whole thing about like in in fiction they don't actually know how to pronounce the name of this thing. That's just like the closest approximation of its true name or something that you can produce with your,
0: I'll be honest with you. I've not read a lot of Lovecraft. I've read little bits, but never Mm. read Sherry Rinsmith. I've read some of the short stories and stuff. So I couldn't, I couldn't honestly tell you whether that's true or not. Um, But yeah, thonic means subterranean and describes spirits or deities of the underworld. But yeah, Mm. there is a, um, there is a sort of uh, implication of, of the deep sea there as well. And that, yeah and also, if you look at the word catonic it's it's well, thonic is it's actually pretty light yeah yeah you can see o- also
1: lovecraft being
0: lovecraft being terribly racist, like the
1: topics of underworld and like subterranean there's yeah, there's some he other was way. a he was not a good guy he was not
0: a nice person anyway anyway um <laughs> so so uh one of my favorite bits is there is a wizard rock band which as a oh, genre in its own my sounds wicked god called. The giant squid extravaganza. Oh no! Which is, I'm pretty sure, something we said earlier. Uh, I, w- um, I don't
1: think so. I don't know. I, I thought like squid extravaganza might I have come out. Like you don't like it? No, I do. Oh, I was going to say I love I'm it. Into it in a big way. Um, and s- we still have another beer to get through. Well,
0: yeah. Well, don't worry. The second half of this uh, bit, it's going to be fun. Second half. Don't yes. worry. It's it's a small half. All right. Uh, yes, uh, but that takes its name from the animal and its appearance in the Harry Potter series. And they sing songs exclusively from the point of that point of view of that of a specific giant squid, often, dispre- often expressing his love for toast. Hold on, okay. So two so things: the, the, I'll the I'll giant like, squid extravaganza sing I'll go, songs so about they're, they're in, from the view they're in
1: Harry Potter. Well, there's a giant Did squid that just, lives in
0: the lake in Harry Potter, but. Do this band appear in the movies? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Okay. no. They're not in Harry Potter. Okay. They just love it. Yeah, I bet they do. <laughs> yeah, and they sing songs from now the point of the view the of the bread. squid um, about his love for toast. The, the the squid loves toast. He does. I mean, wow. Is that or other squids?
1: Squid on toast? I don't know. That gentleman relish.
0: I don't know. No, gentleman's relish is like a very salty sort of fishy. Paste oh, I've never pato- heard of it. Oh, it's delicious. Okay. It's intense. Yeah, it's like the fish version of Vegemite. Oh, oh, it's so good. Okay. I'm gonna have to try and find some. Yeah. We can have some on the podcast at some point. In the yeah, future. I, you know, yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna make a note to buy some now. <laughs> yeah, so we can try it. Buy some. What is it called? Gentleman's relish. Gentleman's relish followed by fisherman's friend. Oh, I love fisherman's friend. <laughs> Tell you who isn't a fisherman's friend. Yep. The giant squid. Wow. Yeah. Um, no, so the last bit from this one is going to be that there are a ton of metal bands that reference giant squids. Yeah. And my favorite is a song by a band called the Dreadnoughts. And it's not my favorite because I've heard it, but it's my favorite because it amuses me. Uh huh. And the song is called <clears throat> Mary the One Eyed Prostitute who fought the colossal squid and saved us from certain death on the high seas. God rest her one eyed soul.
1: <laughs> what the fuck is that?
0: It's a song by the Dreadnoughts. Come on, Mike. Oh my god. Oh, I, I want to. See- I just love God rest her one-eyed soul. Yeah,
1: I want. want to seek that out based solely on the name. Come on.
0: That is the giant squid in in a in a in a very large nutshell. Yeah,
1: in an olland size nutshell. Yeah, you could fit a few in there. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: To finish off the podcast this week, I've got um, a couple of interesting research notes that I just want to talk about, but also just a little game for you too. All right. But alongside that, we're also having one more beer because. Yeah. Alcoholism. So, yeah, we're fiends. Yeah. And and also the first one was goddamn delicious. Yeah. Second so one we are opening. Uh, squid Rising. Mm-hmm. Same brand. Yeah. Um, same style. Yeah. I will say the art, the
1: artwork, uh, it tells a story. If you take the first one as, say, the first part, now the squid is much larger, surrounded by flames and towering over a small boat in the ocean.
0: Yeah, it's much more threatening, but he still looks really chirpy. He which... looks happy as hell, but he's got hands. Uh, yeah, I don't know what which... to do about the fact that he has physical hands. Yeah, I'm not...
1: So happy about that, uh, but it says it's a stronger, meaner New England IPA. Mm. Uh, I'm just gonna crack it and pour it. So on looks pretty similar. Um, yeah, <clears throat> say it's a slightly darker color, slightly more, slightly more opaque. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, it's 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 a little a little mm-hmm. darker gold, slightly stuff. stronger smell. Yeah, I would think so because it's bumped up to six and a half, seven percent. Yeah, what's this one? Six and a half percent as well. Yeah. So yeah, probably have that boozy smell going on. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna put it in my mouth hole. Uh, yeah, I'm into that one in a big way.
0: Yeah, I think I think realistically, it's like that last one just dialed up a notch. I think yeah. there's a little bit more, not to the point where you're like mm, that's gonna that um, that's gonna be a no from me, dog. Yeah, they haven't dialed the sweetness up. I think it's yeah. it's it's a little bit. Um, actually probably a little bit more like IPA ish with that sort of like a little more, a little more hop flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly grassier, earthier, danker flavor, but Mm. only slightly. It's still juicy and and like fresh. Still very, uh, I heard this at a wine tour recently, very smashable. (laughs) That's so much more aggressive than sessionable. Yeah. That,
1: that, that was a, that was like the first winery we went to on this tour, like first wine they had us taste Mm -hmm. and the girl that was working, uh, the tasting, said, yeah,
0: it's I would describe it as smashable and I lost my mind. <laughs> I went to a winery slash art gallery recently and my stepdad didn't fancy any wine and he went mm. and got a coffee and she's like the girl's like, Oh, you don't you are not having a wine with the rest of them? He says, like, No, nah, I'm just gonna have a coffee. She's and she's leaning over to him and went, It's all bullshit anyway <laughs> And I was like That's amazing. This is I don't know if that's good or bad I love it. Like <laughs> I spent lots of money on wine so I felt gypped. Yeah. No it was great. Anyway, um, All right, so what are we doing? So I just want to acknowledge a couple of uh, amusing things in my search. And then I've got a little game for you. Okay. So the first one was after I watched my first documentary, I watched part of a second documentary. Yeah. Sort of hazily because I just about finished the notes and stuff. And mm-hmm. it was called Kraken Project. Insert to the giant squid. And I was like, okay. That this. almost
1: sounds like a YouTube conspiracy theory video. Kraken Project. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. Oh, Project
0: Kraken. Yeah. Yeah. Project Kraken, a cold one with the boys. Um, <laughs> yep. But uh, Project Lads, Kraken Lads, Project, Lads. project Lads. It The Giant Squid, <laughs> was um, obviously is a little bit more sensationalized. Yeah. And I watched, after the opening credits, it <clears throat> spent the first 10 minutes setting it up like a disaster movie. Uh-huh. A slash telenovela. And it was like, oh. it was actually all in Spanish with with
1: dubs. Was it like, turns out there is a squid larger than part of Norway, and it did eat the rest of
0: Norway? <laughs> yeah, Norway <laughs> was actually once a huge landmass, and now it's a series of fords and islands. And mostly squids. Yep. Yeah. Um, but they set it up where basically like, someone would run to a phone, grab the phone, call someone in rapid Spanish, slam the phone down. The other person would turn around, run to the phone, run to someone else who would they'd tell that person would call someone. Someone else on the end of the line would type something up. Someone else would then print something out and take it to somebody else. And they would rub their chin thoughtfully. Is this just corporate messaging the movie? Basically. But they're all like scientists. It was all very serious. They're like rubbing their chin, looking at maps and then call someone else who would put the phone down and run and talk to someone else and then call someone else. It's like, you know, the first person (laughs) could just call the last person, but it was like really dramatic very cheesy, but what? Very amusing. What were they on about? I think a squid had washed up somewhere in Spain.
1: Oh, that's it. That's nothing. No,
0: <laughs> like it's <laughs> interesting. But it was the fact that like they they like purposely turned and looked at a map while rubbing their chin, mm-hmm. hmm, nod thoughtfully, and but then ran Spanish. to make a phone call, <laughs> and it, all in Spanish. And I was yeah. just like, "Well, this is brilliant." Obviously, yeah. okay. So that was the first thing. The second thing, while I was looking for. Uh, I guess, sort of like inspired sea monsters and tales of. Yes. I found something on Amazon called The Monster Girl Encyclopedia. Oh, no. Oh, no, indeed. Oh, no. I'm literally just wanting to include this because it amused me, and I want to read you the synopsis.
1: Okay. This is like the Amazon description. Yes. What is it? It's a book?
0: It is indeed. Yeah. The definitive source guide for the entire monster girl genre, exclamation mark. Told from the perspective of a wandering scholar of monsters, this tantalizing tome includes one hundred gorgeous, fully full color illustrations of seductively dangerous monster girls. No. Anyway, so I've ordered it to your house. No. <laughs> no. But yeah, just um. How much of it is cartoons? What are we? It's talking all about? cartoons. Yeah. yeah, it's. Yeah. Okay. Hand check, please. Your hand check. Yep. Hand check. Thank you. <clears throat> okay. So, <laughs> I don't know if that'll make
1: the cut, No, the explanation of a hand check, but go on. Oh, no, even better. Just really confuse people, <laughs>
0: yeah. like, like stout day.
1: Especially Just gonna Google hand check and think that we're perverts.
0: God. Um. So, what I've got for you is um an inspired sea monster also ran. When I was looking for sea monsters that could have been potentially inspired by the giant and the colossal squid, yeah. I came across a few... Yeah, nearly uh, nearly there. Just Uh, a few also rands that were just like, what the hell is this? All right. And what I'm going to do is show you them, and I want you to describe them for our listeners. Oh, no. So our first one, it's another Scottish Gaelic name. It's the, now it says anglicized as, and it gives me two different pronunciations, quite different. All right. So here we go. Give me them all. Anglicized as... (laughs) <laughs> Oriski. It's uh-huh. A-U-G-H-I-S-K-Y. Or? or is- yeah. Or the Ekuskia. Okay. Quite different. Yeah. Either way, it's, been, it's spelled each Yeah.
1: That's Anglo as fuck.
0: And what I want you to do is describe Oh my this. god. <laughs> um
1: Alright, so The first phrase that pops into my head is buff horse. (laughs) Do you know what? My
0: first one was super buff horse. Yeah.
1: It's like, okay, so it's clearly standing in water. It's like a centaur if it were submerged at the waist where the body of a man joins the body of a horse. Uh, There's something weird about the head. It's not quite a horse. Um, But yeah, it basically just looks like the buff top half of a centaur.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's a pretty good pretty good description. Yeah, what, what, it, it, it's it's a ripped man's body. Yeah, with a horse's head. Sort of. It's like a horse minotaur.
1: Yeah, but there's just something off about the head. Yeah, with the image that you're showing me there,
0: slightly evil-looking horse head. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's snaky. Quite, yeah,
1: it's snaky. That's that's pretty much it.
0: I also like that the they have they've drawn the hands really weirdly, like they're like pointing backwards. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. To, it's like the wrist is like. Uh, i'm trying to think what that is uh it's like it's like holding shopping bags or something. yeah but very small ones so. yeah and they've got really long finger like claws yeah these will all go up on the website yep yep <laughs> um good commitment um and also the fact that the waves of the water cut it off just at where the pain would be
1: yeah
0: yeah although no
1: signs of pubic here so it's into manscaping
0: yeah uh, he has got the horse mane, though, so obviously he's mm-hmm. into manscaping, but also is in a 1980s movie post-apocalyptic biker gang.
1: Yep. Sweet. Looks like it.
0: Okay, so this is the Orgiski. I'm running with sure that. Sure it is. Uh, it is a supernatural water horse found in the Scottish Highlands and has been described as, quote, perhaps the fiercest and most dangerous of all the water horses.
1: Wow. I know so many water horses, I'll have to consult with them. Well, I, don't,
0: I think hippopotamus is like Greek for water horse. Oh. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I believe so. Weird. Yeah. Thanks. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, apparently Kelpie, which in Australia we know is a type of dog. Yeah. But the Kelpie is a mythical water horse creature from north of the UK as well. Okay. But um, apparently this one is perhaps the most fiercest and most dangerous of all the water horses. Judy mm. noted. Okay. I'll be sure to steer clear. Uh I'd like you to take a look at the chihuahua pen.
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> um all right Michael, so if, can you describe what you see for us? Yeah,
1: so the head looks like that of a cow, but the body and the skin looks like uh is it a Sharpe, that dog that basically has rolls? <laughs> um but then the feet are uh, the it's it's basically a of a, a cow's body in in general Sort of construction mm-hmm. Minus the uh, The Sharpay skin <laughs> Yeah It's like, the, a, it's like the, a quadruped Yeah but then the feet uh, They are webbed uh, But have massive Pointed claws For toes um, Basically makes me think Of Golduck From uh, First gen Pokemon Oh yeah in nice In terms of it's uh, The hands with the Webbed fingers and that Great reference Yeah uh, But those for feet um, This thing is It doesn't Honestly look all that Threatening Mostly because of The
0: the Sharpe skin I mean the cow's head is not exactly threatening either? Well, no. It, it is basically a cow with too much skin and yes. gold duck feet. I think that's a really great description. Yeah, that's a good one-liner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's very good. I like that a lot. Tell, so, me, tell me more. <clears throat> let me tell you more about the Pen, which is definitely how it's pronounced. Uh, they are bizarre bovine-like creatures that were said to haunt the lakes and rivers of Chile. Okay. It only comes out at night and... If a pregnant woman goes near this beast, then their child will be born with twisted legs and muzzles. Hang on. Hang on now. When you say
1: twisted legs, are we talking the two legs that a child is normally born with, but they're all like entwined together? (laughs) Literally twisted. Or individually the legs are twisted around as they go down.
0: Or maybe just like it's a twisted monstrosity. Yeah. And then the muzzle, what? Well, I like to think that it's got like wrought iron gate legs. Like they're like... Twisted spirals, what each, but you also said it's born with a muzzle. The muzzle, and also, I don't know if that means twisted legs and muzzles or twisted legs and muzzles. Yeah, so it's born with a muzzle, but the muzzle is like uh, the more you say this,
1: the more it sounds like you're just slurring the word muscles,
0: (laughs) (laughs) twisted legs and muzzles. My muscles are bigger than yours. (laughs) Um, yeah, so wow, haunting,
1: yeah, Um, um, and just
0: unbelievable. So, uh, I'd like I'd li- like you to do your best to describe El Hombre Cayman. All right. Is this the last one? It is the last one. What on
1: sweet earth? Tell me, tell me what you see in that picture, just in uh, general. All right. So, it's it's an underwater scene. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we can clearly see the, uh, I guess, the sea floor. There's some rocks and things around. Mm-hmm. Uh, on those rocks is a creature that mostly looks like an alligator or a crocodile. Mm-hmm. But it has the head of a man mm. and the flesh of a man. It's not the same color as the crocodile alligator body. Uh, but it is looking up at uh, two what appear to be naked women who are semi-submerged. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's unclear what they're doing. I uh, can't sort of see through to the, the top side of the water for what they're doing. There's a few fish around. They just seem
0: to be... Inspecting this weird man. What the fuck is this? (laughs) Well, Michael, I'm glad you asked. And actually, that's a really comprehensive uh, description. Thank you. So, El Hombre Cayman is a weird water pervert. So, (laughs) (laughs) The Alligator Man is a legend from Uh Colombia. It tells the story of Sol Montenegro, a man with a passion for spying on naked women. Yeah, who was condemned to become a being with the body of an alligator and a human head. All right, so I'd say fucking hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, I'd say 100% spot-on description of yeah. El Hombre Cayman. Uh-huh. And probably one of my favorite things I've discovered. Yeah. Like, the, the search can for... You, can
1: you get that picture framed and hung in your house? <laughs> yes! <laughs>
0: yes, you can. Uh, th- honestly, there's quite a lot of pictures of that as well. What? I looked at it is, is... up, and wow. there's a few. okay. But what I like about this is that in the search for one of the, what I would describe as Earth's weirdest creatures, like <laughs> a colossal squid, I came across El Hombre Cayman uh-huh. and the Monster Girl Encyclopedia. Yeah. And I have not disappointed. Yeah. It's been you're, quite a ride. You're... Uh...
1: You're going to be lost in some sort of weird Google, Amazon algorithm at this point. The sort
0: of things you're going to get suggested. Well, I'm concerned about my internet service provider's opinion of me Mm. because some of the stuff I look up when I first started work Mm. at the company I work at now that will remain nameless Mm -hmm. that you used to work at Uh when I was in between doing my tasks, I would just sit reading Wikipedia and I got into like a three week hole about the Nazis. Yeah, that'll happen. And then I also have this thing where I listen to podcasts quite a lot. I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, and I'll be just sat at work doing my work, and then I'll just quickly type in, like, Timothy McVeigh, who was the <laughs> Oklahoma bomber. <Fuck>. So, like, <laughs> IT at work must just think I'm insane. Yeah, this is one of the strongest cases for getting a VPN. Yeah, actually, keep I sh- never, thought, shit never thought it was worthwhile, because I'm always like, I've got nothing to hide. Wait, yeah. yes, I do. Yeah, you kind of do. All right, well, Mike... That was the Giant Squid, Colossal Squid, and El Hombre Cayman. Yeah, that was a real uh, ride for me. Mm. I
1: had no idea what to expect when you said, let's sit down, drink two beers that have squid in the name, and talk about Giant Squids. Yeah,
0: I think um, it went places that neither of us expected.
1: I think, well... Well, I
0: expected it, but not until last night when I was yeah, writing it up. Yeah. And I think it's... Uh, at least the beers were fantastic. Yeah. Really enjoyable. Yeah, oh. I I did enjoy learning more about squids. The The other stuff... Not so much. What, you you weren't interested in the uh, the weird water cow. Thing. I was about to say that <laughs> that when pregnant women go near a hoala pen, it turns their beast into raw iron legged muzzled children.
1: It just makes me want to look into other countries' mythology a little more
0: because that shit is buck wild. Do you know what? It's actually so much fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I looked into Australian tall tales once, oh, like yeah. like the Australian versions, like Paul Bunyan stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I won't go into it in detail, but like they they talk about like the world's like largest sheep station and stuff like that the big banana <laughs> not the same thing at all <laughs> but yes all right well on that uh this has been hey brew i've been elliot you've been mike i have sorry i was having a drink that's quite right. i thought it would make it easier rather than being like you've been <laughs> yeah um you've been mike uh cheers <laughs> hey listeners it's us in the future and then i guess the other one would say something awful like my god you won't believe what happened to japan yeah, that but less racially tinged would be good. My God, you won't believe what happened to Nebraska. My God, you won't care what happened to Nebraska. Can you believe what Kim Kardashian did? God, I sure love my iPhone 11. Yeah. Beer in the future is full of glitter, it turns out. Yeah, my insides are bleeding. And I can't believe I've watched OJ's sex tape. It's us in the future. And what do you mean Gary Newman's back? da 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 I was thinking Gary Coleman, and I couldn't remember how so I ran with Gary Newman and went with cars. <laughs> oh, my God. We have social media accounts now. Um, we've got Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yep. The uh,
1: username for all three is HeyBrewPodcast, all one word. We tried to be funny for this
0: segment, as as with the rest of the podcast. It was so hard. It was very difficult. Yeah. There's also an email address. Yeah. So if you ever want to send us any kind of feedback, information, you want to uh vehemently um diss us Mm. over a rap track but written uh or like a recorded mp3 i'll listen to it yeah i guess they could yeah uh what's the email address Uh, it's hello at heybrew.zone that's hello at heybrew.zone yes awesome